Hello, anyone out there who's listening. This is another Natural Law podcast episode on Anchor Spotify, episode number 65. My name is Bill Hoy. My website is willhoy.com, W-I-L-L-H-O-E-Y.com. It's January 2022, I think it's January 16th, and um, once again, Natural Law, episode 65, and I'm Bill Hoy, and I've had a sinus cold, sinus and throat cold, past couple days, and starting to feel better, Um, but my voice is still sounding weird but I think I can I think I can do this I got a re-cola in my <laughs> in my mouth that's helping me out a little bit but uh anyway I will just uh get started um just want to clear one thing up. Uh, I mentioned in the last episode there, uh, Dr. Jessica Rose, and just want to clear up a little bit. Um, apparently, from what I've studied, looks to me that she thinks the vaccine-related death toll in the U.S. could be around 140,000. Okay, so just want to clear that up, and I think the 200,000 to 300,000 numbers. Um, were uh, worldwide. Um, I think th- those are worldwide numbers, and you know that would be around you know what what, what I think the vaccine-related death toll would be here in the U.S. I've said 80 to 120,000 in line, and probably even more than you know drug overdose deaths. I've talked about that in past episodes, but um. Just wanted to clear that up. And uh, however, I've you know periodically mentioned these vaccine adverse event reporting system statistics from America, and I want to be clear why I do that because and I've made it clear before, but I want to make it clear again. I want to show. I mentioned these statistics to show the relationships between morality and freedom and immorality and slavery. Okay? And it's the relationship definitely between immorality and slavery. Because, I mean, once again, like I always say, again, I'm going over this again, a lot of this again, but in fact, all of this, because I mentioned really all of this, but this is what I do. I keep going over things because. These things have to be going going over, because doesn't look like the masses are getting it. And that's my ice maker. Um, so once again, just the various uh, statistics at face value in America. You got now around like twenty one thousand um, vaccine related deaths, and that alone. You have a society where these vaccines are still being propagated to people aggressively and even coerced with threats of 
duress against people. So far, it's been in the United States, it's just been duress. I know in other countries, they've been threatening people with violence. Um, here in the U.S., it's mainly just been duress, you know, loss of employment, not being able to get employment, shit like that. Don't worry, it'll get worse. As the society becomes more moral, it becomes more enslaved. We'll get there. We'll get there. You'll see. You'll see. Um, but I mentioned these statistics to show objective evidence of how, once again, even at face value, 21,000 deaths and these vaccines are still being propagated aggressively to people. Not just promoting it as, hey, look at this vaccine, it's good, take it. No, it's trying to make people feel bad. Oh, you're going to kill your grandma. Hey, kid, you need to take this vaccine or you're going to kill your grandma. You know, that kind of shit. You know, like guilting, shaming people, aggressive marketing. Look up, um, I think it was uh, New England Journal of Medicine, I think it was. Was it MIT? I think it was New England Journal of Medicine. Um, a while ago, maybe a year plus ago, had a, uh, yeah, uh, I'd say like a year and a half ago, had a, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was New England Journal of Medicine, but they had this like blueprint of how to like guilt and shame people into taking the vaccine and shit like that. Um, but once again, face value, just face value. Which I think, once again, we're talking about 80 to 120, maybe even up to Miss Rose's thinking, 140 vaccine-related deaths, maybe even more. Um, and um, these vaccines are still being aggressively marketed, and people are being coerced into taking these things, and a large majority of society either supports it or just accepts it. And there you have it. As the society becomes more moral, that society becomes more enslaved. Now, what's the bottom line here? I've been over this, but once again, it's got to be said. What's the bottom line here, folks? Well, those of you who are starting to learn natural law, natural behavior laws, and understand and align these with these laws in your life, you're starting to understand that the bottom line to any behavior is whether or not the action is objectively moral. See, that's the, the, it's kind of like how these, these natural laws in a sense, kind of like the understanding them, understanding them like in the negative. Just, just know what behavior is an immoral behavior, which is an, any behavior that initiates physical harm to another sentient being and supports the initiation of physical harm to another sentient being. If, if, which there are a good amount of behaviors that do that, but when you look at it compared to all human behaviors, it's a very small amount of behaviors. So, just know and understand that morality is objective, and as long as you're behaving in a way that's 
objectively moral, that's fine. And the bottom line, once again, to any behavior is whether or not the action is objectively moral and all other issues are just opinions. And when it comes to these vaccines, just adjusting my uh, recall here. When it comes to these vaccines, when it comes to anything, okay, when it comes to anything, it's about objective morality. And I don't hear it enough. I don't hear it enough. What, what am I talking about? Well, what I hear mostly when it comes to this virus, the SARS-2, um, these, what they call vaccines, mRNA therapies. Most people argue that, you know, the, the vaccines are, you know, haven't been tested properly and it's too hasty of a, too quick rollout and, and rollout is, is, you know, being done too soon. And of course, many people cite the fairest statistics and rightfully so um and um you know the virus is not that bad and all those things are, are good stuff to focus are, are good things to focus on but i don't hear enough i, I see it on, on you know in like uh the the free thought project uh articles they mention this um here and there um, they mention this, you know, regularly, um, that it's about, you know, it's about objective morality. And w let me put it to you this way. I'm just trying to, trying to see how I can say this the best, but no matter how dire a virus is or how helpful a treatment is, all rights start in the individual. No matter what, the choice is an individual one whether to take a treatment or not. Period. End of story. Period. End of story. Now, propagandists and actors for the ruling class will have you think that the state has the right to compel you and force you to ingest a pharmaceutical a vaccine i think that's like the jacobson case which really i think the jacobson case was just if you didn't take the vaccine you you got a fine they they weren't like jacking you up and 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 forcibly injecting you or anything like that but folks I'm here to tell you, don't be fooled by that. You have to know and understand that morality is objective. And when you know and understand that morality is objective, you know that no human being has the right to rule over another human being. No human being has the divine right to rule over another human being. No, always put it on an individual basis. One person does not have the right to rule over another one person. So a group of people don't have the right to rule over a group of people. 
Okay? What am I saying? I'll tell you what I'm saying. I've said this before in past episodes. The state doesn't even have the fucking right to exist. The state on its face, on its face is immoral. And it's sad that even with some of the um, good researchers that I, uh, that I, whose work I study, don't even go this far. And it's, it's a shame. Because the state itself, on its face, doesn't have the right to exist because the very existence of the state is immoral to begin with. Because it's predicated on human rulership. It's predicated on the divine right to rule. Such bullshit, man. No one has any divine right to rule over me or anyone else. And I don't have that right either. I don't want it. That's another thing. That's another thing that's real sad. Most people, the truth is, most people, I mean, from what I've seen, they don't, you know, they don't generally, what I see, like an attitude of many people, just just observing society in general, that most people, they don't want to be ruled over, but they have no problem ruling over somebody else. And of course, many of them say, well, I'll rule, I'll be a ruler, but I'll be a good one. Well, doesn't matter because that right doesn't exist. I've been over, I've been over, you know, the whole idea of the state many times in, in these podcasts and folks, like I said, these propagandists out here and power structure actors will, they're very clever and they'll get you to actually think that the state does have the right to forcefully inject people. They'll make it sound very convincing. And unless you know and understand natural law, you're going to get fooled by that. You know, if you don't know and understand natural behavioral laws and don't know and understand that morality is objective. And, but even once again, many people whose work I study, who I think are wonderful independent researchers, they don't even go even the full step further, which is the truth that not only does the state not have a right to force anything on anyone they don't the state doesn't even have the right to exist because the state isn't even fucking real the state is is an imaginary mental construct in our minds it's a mental construct it's it's a religion once again Break it down to an individual level. Does one person have the right to rule over another person? And many people might say, oh, well, with a parent and a child, you have to rule over the child. Well, I'll say this. Based on my observation and discovery, I disagree. I think 
I'm not, I'll say, I'll speak for myself. I'm not the ruler of my children. I'm their steward. I'm their steward. But sometimes being a steward <clears throat> means that you have to be, when it, when it comes to objective truths, you got to be, you got to be harsh and stern with children. And they get pissed off at you. Because that's another thing. People think, oh, you're not your child's ruler, so you just let your child do whatever they want. No, I don't. Okay? But I don't want to get too much into parenting. I've been through that before. But once again, I don't even look at the parental relationship between a parent and a child as a as ruling over one individual ruling over another because that child is a sovereign individual but children need guidance and we parents have to be their stewards and sometimes that means being stern and and you know handing out discipline so it doesn't mean not disciplining a child. It it actually actually it it definitely means disciplining a child. And unfortunately, that's the kind of relationship that adults have with the state. The state's like the parent. I've been through this before. Proxy parents, the mommy Democrat side, the dad the the daddy Republican side. The state. The state takes a parental role over a bunch of adults. A bunch of adults need a need a parent. So, bottom line is, the state does not even have the right to exist. Period. Nonetheless, force anything on anyone. No matter what the situation is. And I'd be willing to bet there's some people in the freedom movement that would argue with that. I'd be willing to bet there's people in the freedom movement that would say, well, you know, if the virus is bad, you know, we kind of have to force people to get vaccinated. I'd be willing to bet there, there are a good number of them. Look, if you think a virus is that bad and you want to take a vaccine, go ahead. Once again, it comes down to objective morality. That's why I mentioned this vaccine stuff. Not because I'm into the play-by-play -play shit and all that stuff. I really don't do the play-by-play -play stuff. In fact, that's really not what this, this, this podcast is. This isn't a news podcast. I mean, any information I give, uh, all information I give, you should always look into it for yourself. But, I mean, once again, I'm not... Mr. Mr. News Guy. Okay. I'm just just need to take a breath here for a second. Um once again just started feeling better here after a couple days. I'm gonna sign this cold and throat sore throat. Um and I just like lost my place, got distracted. But I'm not I'm not I'm not a newscaster. 
Okay. And it's about objective morality. Period. That's always the number one issue with anything. That's always the number one issue with anything. Is something objectively moral or not? Fucking period. Period. And I don't hear enough independent researchers wanting freedom talking about this. There's a lot out there that do. There's, there, there's a lot out there, you know, the TFTP, the, the free, the free thought project, you know, those guys, you know, they, they, they mention that a lot. Um, you know, Dr. Null talks about objective morality and stuff. So, I mean, that, you know, and many others, but unfortunately it's just, I just still see a lot of people getting caught up in in the nuances of well is the virus that bad? Oh, okay, is the vaccine effective? That's all good stuff to talk about. But you have to address the fundamental objective moral issues first. Period end of story. That's it. And once again, even if hundreds of millions of people are dying and there's a treatment and I don't want it, that's my choice. And that's an objectively moral choice. That is a right behavior. That is a correct behavior. And these collectivist fucktards will try to make you think that, no, that's an immoral behavior because you're harming the, the whole now. All rights start in the individual. I've been over this before. All rights start in the individual. And aggregate out into society. In numbers. As each individual behaves objectively moral, that's the morality proportionate to freedom equation of the natural behavioral laws equations. Um, so... That's, I just want to mention that when it, you know, I'm not into the, the play by play stuff with all the shit that's going on, but I do mention it because once again, it, all these things play right into these equations, morality to freedom and immorality to slavery. And, and when it comes to the state, now I, I'm going to get back to the state again in a, in, in a couple bullet points here, but the state doesn't even have the right to exist folks much less force anything on anyone. And once again, it's a magical entity. It's a mythical entity. The state doesn't even truly exist in nature. It's just people. Really what the state is, is people just committing crimes. That's all it is. Strip away the superstition and it's just a bunch of people facilitating and committing crimes and complying with evil. That's what it is. But unfortunately, I've been through, like in the past couple episodes with the good cops, everyone knows a good politician, right? <laughs> well, 
Cattle cars will be firing up soon, folks. <clears throat> so, I just want to mention that I'm, you know, some other work that I'm doing. I'm working on a short video about artificial ice nucleation, weather warfare, the creation of snowstorms by the U.S. military and other militaries. Um, the U.S. military, I mentioned this before, absolutely has the capability to manipulate weather. Um, here uh, on this very day, tonight, we're going to be getting a U.S. military manipulated weather storm, I say. I mean, I don't know that for sure. No, I don't. But I know the U.S. military does have the capability to do these things. Manipulate weather, suppress storms, increase, you know, strengthen storms, suppress storms, create rain, create snow. They have all that capabilities. Look up um, one document I'm looking into for the short video is a, a document on Project Skywater. And the U.S. military has conducted several tests where they've created rainstorms, snowstorms, dissipated rainstorms and, and shit like that, dissipated hailstorms. I think that's actually a, a part of like Project Skyfire. And so there's 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 a lot of that. I mean, I'm not, I'm I'm actually not going to get too much into this in in this uh, in the in in this. Uh, podcast uh um, as i start putting things together i'll start talking about it more here on the podcast but um i'm planning on putting this on youtube my website bitshoot minds library you know all these mediums that i uh, i'm on um and um you know i'll, I'll tell you folks <laughs> i mean even just yesterday, I'm looking up at looking up in the sky and I see the planes going back and forth, man, filling the sky with their filth, man, filling the sky with their filth. Their emissions filling the fucking sky, and nobody. And, and I keep talking about this every now and then because it just drives me nuts, dude. I don't know how people can just not be bothered by this it just drives me crazy i mean even oh, i've been through this over and over again even if you want to think that it's just condensation it's still mass fucking pollution how does that not bother people how does that not it oh my god it just i just I just, it just, I'm going to, I'm going to talk more about this in an upcoming episode. <clears throat> I'm, uh, just, uh, my recall is wearing down, so my throat's starting to get a little scratchy and more than it already is, but, um, I just think I'm going to keep this episode short, if I can. Um, but, um, so I don't, I do want to talk about a lot of things with this artificial ice nucleation because it just drives me crazy. Just this weather modification and just people think, you know, 
I mean, one of the things I'm going to be talking about in the video is just how when the U.S. military has a weapon, many times when the U.S. military has had weapons, they use it. Keep in mind, the U.S. military was the only, you know, the U.S. is the only country to ever drop atomic bombs on civilians in Japan there in 1945. Um, you know, you had Project Popeye cloud seeding over the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Um, 77, uh, according to public records, 77 open air biological warfare tests conducted on unsuspecting U.S. civilians by the U.S. military. Um, you know, you had things like, uh, you know, Operation Paperclip. Creation of Lyme's disease, Plum Island there. The U.S. military, they have a weapon. They want to use it. Think about it. If you're a bunch of insane control freaks who are a part of the military and who control the military and you have a weapon, you're going to want to use it. Why, why create a weapon and not use it? How much sense does that make? And especially if you had a weapon, think about it. Think about if you had a uh, think. Think about if you were an evil piece of shit. Put yourself in the mind. A lot of people. Oh, I don't like to put myself in the minds of these people. Yet yeah, we have to, folks. We have to put our. We we have to. At least try to understand how these scumbags think. It's a part of. It's a part of understanding and, and solving the problems in our world and picture yourself being a psychopathic piece of shit and you have a weapon that you can use on someone and the people who you would use the weapon on would never even know they were attacked much less know who attacked them gonna use that weapon All right, I just had to put another recall into my mouth here to keep me going. Um, that's going to be it for, for that. I'll, how, how with my, I'll touch more on it. But uh, look into Project Skywater. Look into that. You'll see that the U.S. military conducted um, many tests, creating snowstorms, rainstorms. They've done it. I mean, those are things that are at least documented that, that we know. And then just and just look at the crazy weather that you see. Look at this. Look at this shit with you know winter storms. Um, a warm side and a cold side. I mean, what kind of shit is that? A warm side to a winter storm. What, what is that? That doesn't even make sense. And you got these, you know, weather people on the televisions explaining this shit away. And it's just, it's just unbelievable. It's so obvious. Before these, many of these storms come in, like I was just mentioning, you see the airplanes in the air filling the sky with their emissions. I mean, ridiculously. Oh, just, uh, it just drives me crazy.
Oh, man. I try to be optimistic, folks, but I just don't know. I mean, my God. I mean, it just... I'm just going to move on. I want to talk about the Capitol riot because I mentioned that um, the State House riot. I, I forgot what it was called. It was, it's the Capitol riot. It is nonsense. It's what it is. And they call it a so-called insurrection. And I've said in past broadcasts that I think it was staged. And uh, that's what I said from the beginning. All those things are all staged. And I understand that there were people who were were serious about that whole thing and are pissed off about what's going on in this country. And I certainly understand how they feel. But, and I went through the solution last night is to walk away. We walk away from this. But anyway, ignore these pieces of shit politicians out of existence. But anyway, so yeah, there were people that were dupes and there, there were people there that were serious about it. But the, the, the thing was staged. You know, you always have different actors with different agendas and in all these stupid things like this capital so-called riot insurrection bullshit. But, you know, I just say it's a whole thing was a propaganda piece and the Free Thought Project uh, did a good article on it. I'm trying to think who it was. I, I think it was Matt Agarist or, yeah, I think it was Matt Agarist that did, a, did an article on it. Um, and, uh. You know, it definitely wasn't a riot. I mean, the people were let in, and and the um the uh you know they're inside the the stupid Capitol building taking selfies. You know, the the so-called rioters are are taking selfies with police officers and stuff like that. It's just it's it's just it's nonsense. I mean, when are people going to be done with this with stu with this stupid shit? I mean, when are people going to be done with this stupid politics shit? It's it, it's all nonsense. And yes, everyone knows a good politician, right? Like the good cops. I know a good cop, and everyone you know everyone knows a good cop. Everyone knows a good politician. Well. Uh, hopefully you have a nice, comfortable seat in your cattle car while you're on your way to your concentration camp. Because um, that's where we're headed. Enough with the good cop shit. Enough with the good politician shit. We have to walk away from this, all of us. Good cops walk away. Good politicians walk away. Humanity, walk away. Good luck. But, so I just wanted to mention that. Because I was calling it the State House Riot, and I don't even know why I even bother with this, because it's stupid. But, uh, there's a good TF, uh, Free Thought Project, the Free Thought Project uh, article on it. It's, uh, this points out how stupid it was. Once again, I know there were people that were serious there. And it's sad. They're dupes. It's a shame. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away from the state house.
Ignore them out of existence. Ignore them out of existence. That's how we get this done. So, yeah, that's all I want to talk about that. Just stupid. These people don't even understand natural behavioral laws. Don't even know that natural behavioral laws even exist. I just put out one uh, letter to the editor. Uh, I forgot to mention that. Um, I'm still putting out letters to the editors. I'm putting my specific content now for natural behavioral laws that I'm working on now to these letters to editors. And I just put, I just submitted one the other day. Um, and uh, I'm hoping it gets in, hoping it gets in there, hoping it gets uh, published. But um, I'll just move on. So I was talking about in episode 64 about the evidence of the creator and, you know, the famous discoverers of uh, physical laws like Newton, who it appears, at least according to what I'm reading, that Newton understood that there was evidence of creator and talking about the merging of science and spirituality and then scientific materialism, the bullshit and how the paradox of the Vatican supporting scientific materialism, which goes against what people would think. Why would, why would the Vatican, you know, the Vatican's in the God business. Why would they support scientific materialism? Once again, this is my opinion. Okay. This is my opinion. I think the Vatican had a hand in, in supporting and promoting scientific materialism, which once again is paradoxical. People would think, why would they do that? Because they're in a the God business that would put them out of business. Nah, it keeps them in business, keeps them in business. When people are divided, they're conquered. It's a divide and conquer tactic. And once again, you'd be surprised, man. You start really looking into the Vatican. You'd be surprised. There's a lot going on there, dude. A lot. Um, but once again, my opinion, I think, I think the Vatican probably had a hand in that promoting scientific materialism because at least it keeps people divided and away from the truth which is that science and spirituality i say that science and spirituality are one and i think the vatican would rather have people stuck in scientific materialism than moving towards the truth of science and spirituality together that's the death of the vatican at least scientific materialism keeps them going because they got that controlled opposition. They got that controlled opposition. Something to think about. That's my opinion. That's the way I see it. Um, a couple books are Case for a Creator. I, I forget the authors, but these are the books. Uh, Case for a Creator, and there's also what I'm reading now is Return of the God Hypothesis. Um. Maybe next episode I'll, I'll I'll put the authors, but those are the books. Um, there's other books as well. Plenty, plenty of them. There's so there's so much information out there, folks. So much information. I mean, the library where I'm, you know, I'm getting these books are there's there's ton, tons of books, tons of encyclopedias. I've I've been looking through this stuff, and it's a lot of information. 
so much information. You want to learn the truth about the world, just go to the library while they're still there, while they're still around. Um, also, just go right on the internet, too. Just go right on the internet, man. Let me tell you something, folks. If you want a basic understanding of what's really going on in this world with all institutions, everything, all the information is right in front of your face. All the information is right in front of your face. I mean, no, no one can ever really completely know what goes on and who's exactly responsible for what within these secret societies and stuff. But you want to get a cursory understanding of how enslaved and non-evolved the human race is it's 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 easy to, to find it's a lot of work but it's 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 right in front of our faces all the information's there for us folks there's no excuse no no excuse not to know no excuse not to know um so yeah that good old controlled opposition man divide and conquer I'm going to get a little bit more into that in a second. Um, let me just mention, I uh, forgot what, exactly what Mr. Atheist Sigmund Freud's explanation was. And I looked it up and it was that God did not create man. Okay, there's your atheism. Man created God, meaning in you know like a delusion like a you know in in our minds we created god and man created god to compensate for the lack of a fatherly figure in in people's lives so there's freud's abandonment explanation there and mr mr atheist mr freud and um move on from him uh so divide and conquer like i was talking about and um the old divide and conquer aspect of scientific materialism versus god does everything and you know the founding fathers had the right idea of wanting a separation between church and state the you know the founding fathers most of them wanted nothing to do with um the vatican and really christianity for the most part as a whole um i mentioned that the founding fathers were deists in past episodes um but Really, the truth is, I mean, the church and state are, are really, really is what that divine and conquer is. You know, you got your scientific materialism, that's the state, and God does everything, that's the church. They're both religions. Both the church and, and the state are religions. They're both institutional creations to keep people divided and conquered. And 
It's about keeping the masses away from the truth, which science and spirituality are one and the same. And we don't need churches and we don't need the state. We don't need either of them. How about that, folks? How many people can come to that kind of a conclusion? <clears throat> we don't need we don't need a church. We don't need a medium to connect with God. Every one of us human beings can connect with the Creator, God, ourselves. We can do that ourselves. How? Um, I would say, for myself, my experience would be to, is like the trivium, knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. I know what natural behavioral laws and objective morality are, and I understand them. And then I align my behaviors with them, and that connects me with, with the Creator. That aligns me with the story of the Christ figure. I don't need a church to do that. I definitely don't need the fucking state to Im impose violence on me. I don't need them to protect me. I don't want your protection. Don't even need a church or a state. Don't need either. Don't need either of them, folks. The truth is science and spirituality are one and the same. That's what I say. And we humans don't need priests or churches to connect with God. And the whole idea of divine right to rule, that's got to go, folks. That's got to go by the wayside. I mean, I just can't believe that the majority of people in the world, even still today, <clears throat> in 2022, think that certain human beings have the right to rule over others. We still can't get past this. This has been going on for thousands of years. When are we going to get past this? When are we going to grow up? We're like, we humans on this planet are like a, a society, a, a, a large, 7 billion of us or more, humans on this planet are just like a bunch of children. When are we going to grow up? We don't need churches. You want to go to a church, go to a church. You don't need them. There's nothing wrong with getting together with people and, I don't know, reading the Bible if you want or just getting together with people in your community. That's all good, but we don't need churches to connect with God. We don't need these priests and pastors to connect with God. We don't need them. We can all connect with God ourselves and we definitely don't need the state because the state is just violence. That's all the state is. The state is violence. It's slavery. That's what the state is. And right there, any human being who's having a true connection with God, the creator, would the very idea of the state would be repugnant to them. So, so there you have a 
apparent divide and conquer, but they're both the same. The, the church and state are both the same. And just want to mention, okay, I'm going to get back to that. I'm going to get back to that uh, point in a second, but I just want to mention, um, you know, these public schools teaching, you know, Darwinism and scientific materialism, you know, and these churches teaching that God is everything. And uh, it's all just keeping us away from the truth, man. All these institutions that we have just keep us away from the truth. They keep us humans away from the truth, man. Keeping us away from the truth. And the powers, the powers that be really don't give a shit what the members of the public fall into, whether they fall into the scientific materialism or to God is everything. Because as long as we're away from the truth, we can be divided and conquered. It's just, it's maddening. It's absolutely maddening. And so, I want to get back to, I'm just looking at my bullet point here. So I mentioned that there is no separation between church and state, folks. They're both the same. Politics and government and the cultural religions are both the same. Pretty much, with some exceptions, you know, like with, you know, politics and government has violence, legitimized violence, you know, whereas your churches don't really do that anymore. Um, they just get the new religion of government to do that for them. And most of your churches, of course, are, you know, aren't, don't use violent, the coercion and threats of violence. To keep people in their church, they use guilt and sh guilt and shame people and stuff like that, other psychological techniques, you know, these churches. But they're all religions. They're both religions is the point I'm trying to make. And these religions are very similar. Um, look at the similarity similarities between churches and courtrooms, right? I mean, look at Look at the similarities between the Vatican and many government buildings. Look at the similarities between the buildings at the Vatican, the government buildings, and the buildings of ancient Rome. All very similar. Look at, <clears throat> notice how in, in your church, your pastor, priest, or whatever they are, they stand above everybody. And, you know, everybody rises for songs and everybody sits down. And it's the same kind of thing in these in these courtrooms. The judge, the, you know, the, the priests and the judges, they wear similar kind of robes. And the judge comes in and everybody rises and then everybody sits down. And the judge sits above everyone, just like the priest is like above everyone. Folks, these, these things are like this for a reason. It's not by accident. It's to condition all of us into fucking slavery. And once again, you want to go to a church, go to a church, man. But I mean, I'm telling you, these things are very similar and they're similar for a reason. It's mind control. 
The church and the state are religions, and religions, unfortunately, I mean, a real religion is truth. That's, that's a, a real religion. A natural religion is truth, but that's not what these religions are that we have in our world today. All we have are dogmatic ideologies. And religions, unfortunately, instead of uniting us with truth, they hold us back from truth. And the church and the state, same thing. With, you know, various differences. Of course, the state uses violence, of course. But it's, it's whereas your common churches don't do that. But folks, I'm telling you, just having trouble adjusting my recola in my mouth here. But, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how ignorant, how ignorant people are. How if people just started understanding natural behavior laws, knowing that they exist, understanding natural behavior laws, and like I said, and um, aligning behaviors with them. I mean, we can do, we humans can do so much better than this. We're so dumbed down. Just so dumb and stupefied. We can do so much better than this. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. All these divide and conquer tactics. And just, uh, I'm, uh, once again, feeling better after a cold I've had, but starting to, starting to get lower on energy here, but, um, I'm gonna just move on to another, one more thing I wanted to touch on and you know going back to Fox News you know Fox News controlled controlled opposition folks controlled opposition MSNBC CNN BBC Fox News controlled opposition controlled opposition um and you know my elders they won't let go of Fox News can't let it go and they all still fall for the socialist country propaganda techniques used by Fox and these are you know I'll just say for starters I've been trying to tell them for years that you know uh, America has been a socialist country for at least a century if not since the drafting of the Constitution really but um uh, you know that's falls on deaf ears you know that, that gets ignored um, but I want to just mention that, that that this Fox News propaganda, these people that run these 
media outlets, these think tanks that are in charge of public relations people. I mean, these people are, are very, very smart. I don't want to call them intelligent, but they're very intellectually sharp. And um, these people know what they're doing. Once again, folks, these people know more about these the public relations people for the Fox News and all, and the CNNs and the MSNBCs and all them, BBC, and of course whatever I forget what Canada's news network is. But um, they know more about their viewers than their viewers know about themselves, and they really know more about the population than the population knows about themselves, and. It's just, it's just, it's just shocking how they just manipulate people. And, but I just want to mention that the Fox News propaganda, the, I say, it works in a sense in conjunction with natural behavioral laws. How? Well, first thing not for the morality to freedom part equation of natural behavioral laws. It's, it's the immorality to slavery. And, and what, what, what it is, is all the news, that's why they call it the news. It's new. They keep people stuck in, in what's happening right now. They, they, they keep people focused in on that. And, and specifically, you know, once again, all these news outlets do it, but I'm just talking about Fox News because I have the most experience with, you know, my family members, my elders are all Fox News watchers, but um, the whole socialist country thing, they, they, keep, they keep the elders stuck in that trap where they, they just keep, it, it's almost like, okay, everybody, they, they, they keep them focused on what's going on right now instead of, instead of showing them how over time socialism has crept up in America and got got more intense and more intense and more intense. They keep them focused on the now and, oh, you know, they, they get them all fired up. Oh, if this law or rule or, or if this happens or that happens, or if this person gets, gets elected, then we're going to be a socialist country. And, and, and they just keep, they just keep walking them along keeping them focused in the now and what happens is over time as people stay focused in the now and they keep getting allowing themselves to be manipulated and 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 walked along the pathway they don't even see the creeping socialism they don't even the Fox News watchers can't even see that once again we've been a socialist country forever And it's because the Fox News watchers don't understand natural behavior laws. They don't understand how natural behavioral laws work in large numbers over time. They don't understand that. They don't understand that, you know, the, the whole idea of the totalitarian tiptoe. Um, they don't understand how that socialism just creep has been creeping up on them, but all the while Fox News is a part of that because they keep them all focused in the moment and then for example oh no if this rule called a law gets passed then we're going to be a socialist country and they get them all focused on that 
and then depending on what happens many times the law will be passed but Fox News won't even mention it to them they'll just get they'll just point them to something else oh no hey look at you know this is happening at the border hey check this out you know they they it's it's they keep people distracted while while tyranny continues on and it's not you know socialism when I say socialism I'm referring to fascism take a look at take a look at the you know when the president um, of the US does their speeches to the left and the right of them there's the at least in I forget which part of it I'll look at this I'll look this up but many times the president will do speeches with the two fasci's um, they're fasci's I think they're Roman look up Roman fasci's it's like the axe with with the bundles of sticks and stuff like that and that they stand for I say fascism and and um, once again so when you know when I say socialism I'm talking about fascism and socialism communism but once again these public relations people are very smart because they know and understand how totalitarianism how to how to creep totalitarianism slowly on people keeping people focused in the now keep people keep people focused in the now and they won't see how over time I always try to tell people go back to 1985 in America how free were we in 1985 compared to now in 2022 okay that's how you see it that's how you see it but they keep the Fox News mainly all the other news stations do this but uh, Fox News they keep you know with the whole idea of oh America is becoming a socialist country they, they keep those viewers stuck in the now and not seeing how America has been a socialist country forever um, I, I, I don't want to make this episode too long because I'm, I'm uh, I'll probably pick up on this again next week talk about this a little bit more clear clear this up but that's gonna be it for today I'm just gonna cut out all right